The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And with me, I've got my co-host, Ms. Jennifer Valentine of Global News Morning and Mother Daughter Date. Jen! Hey, hey, hey. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. How has your week been? Um, it's been... It's been all right. Like, it's still not back to normal, so as good as it can be, I guess. What about you? (laughs) Uh, I think it's been great, you know, Um, considering I think I'm getting more used to this lifestyle. Now we have to wear masks when we're indoors. Um, I'm still being careful, but doing a little bit more shopping, did a little winner's trip, Uh, got a couple of nice things that made me feel somewhat normal, but going on a lot of walks and, you know, Jackson just celebrated his 20th birthday. So I don't have, he's not a teenager anymore. I know. I've been watching like the little things you've been posting on Instagram leading up to his birthday. And <laughs> I can't believe you've got video of him at the hospital and giving him Aww. his first bath. Oh my God. It was so cute. Tina, it happens so quickly. It's unbelievable. So enjoy it. Enjoy what you've got. When you complain, I know. the kids are screaming in the background. I hear them all the time. And you're oh, going God. crazy. I'm like, I miss that. Well, earlier in the week, Samantha, and I actually got it on video. She came running down to me and I was just about to do a story. And she was just freaking out about her brother. And she's like, get him to stop. Leave me alone. Throw him out. And I'm like, throw him out. I'm like, where do you want me to throw him in the garbage? She's like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, mm, we can't do that. We can't do that. So, yeah, wow. the, uh, it's it's funny to see um, them growing up and the dynamics between them switching and changing. And it's like, you know, when the, when they were, when I remember Marcus was first born, his sisters, like, loved him. Now they're all at each other's throats. But then I know that things are going to change as they're older, like it was for my sisters, you know? Three is such a great dynamic. Honestly, it is. um, I love it. I love, I grew up with three. So when you grow up with three, three is just, it's, it's a great, it's a good number. I wanted three, you know that I will, you know, but um, did not. So two people have to be on board when it comes to three. Was your husband on board with that third? Um, Yeah. And Marcus came a little sooner than expected, um, but that was cool. And uh, and everyone was like, "Oh, going from two to three is easy." Don't listen to them; they are all liars. It is a huge <laughs> difference going from two to three. I think going from one to two is a big difference, and from two to three is a huge difference. I think yeah. any adding any additional child to the mix is a big deal. And I like not easy. I totally agree. Transition. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I wonder, Jen, uh-huh. they said, you know, being in quarantine, people are getting it on a lot more. So I wonder if there's <laughs> truth to that. Are, is there going to be like a huge, um, like baby boom coming out of this? I don't know. I don't know. There could be. 
Because I'll tell you, I am like, get the F away from me. I am sick of all you people. Leave me alone. So is it is it that people are like, no, I am done with the people I'm with? Or they're like, oh, yeah, alone time. Let's get it on. I don't know. What do you think it is? I think that um, there will be a baby boom or maybe people might be scared, you know, to bring a child into the world right now. Maybe that's going through their minds. They're afraid of the future. People are losing their jobs. This is a very stressful time. So maybe working the opposite way. You don't you just don't want to have a baby right now because you don't want to think about that. People were already pregnant during this time. This must be a very difficult time to bring a baby into the world. The silver lining is you'll be able to spend a lot of time with that baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but I also feel bad for the, pe- the, the parents, or I should say the mothers, that are having these children right now because they're going to the hospital and doing this all on their own. Yeah, I know. Their partners cannot be there with them. It's right. It's really right. difficult. I didn't even know that. I thought that they could still. So, yeah. yeah, you just put that thought in my head. So you can't even have your husband in the room or nope. your family, the rest of your family. You no, no, no. You cannot have. You are there solo. <gasps> yeah. And you know how hard that is. Tina. I know. But you know what? Let's talk about the fun part about let's talk babies or not even just having fun. Not even with the idea of having kids. We've got someone special joining us, one of our good friends. Um, But I'm not going to tell you guys who. So just stick around because it's going to be a good show. What do you think, Jen? I think it's going to be a great show. I'm really excited. Don't go anywhere because this is the parenting show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the parenting show. I'm Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. We've got Jennifer Valentine, my beautiful co-host, with me. I see her on Zoom because we are still social distancing, guys, and we're doing the show from our very own homes. Um, and Jen, we have Dr. Jess with us, sex and relationship expert. She's like our resident, like sexpert. I just made that up. Does it sound good? <laughs> I think it sounds amazing. Hey, Dr. Jess, how are you? Hey, hey, I'm missing you. How you doing? I know we miss you too. It's so good to see you on Zoom. Yes. And, um, we we like first off, let's just come right out of the gate with this. What's going on? Are people having sex like crazy during quarantine, or are they just like sick of each other? I think people are mostly stressed out. So everyone's in survival mode, not thrive mode. So the couples I'm hearing from are uh, not so enticed to go into the bedroom. They're just, they're exhausted. They're, you know, they're overexposed to one another. But here's the funny thing. The singles want sex. It's that economy of scarcity makes them want it even more. So those who are not living with a partner they're they're in the mood, whereas those of us living with a partner are less in the mood. It's but that's totally like even what I'm hearing, not on the sex side, but it's just like those living with others are sick of them, like me. <laughs> like everyone get away from me. And then all of my friends who are living on their own are like, I need someone. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's I can bad. totally see that. So are the people um, solo just 
trying to have some fun by themselves, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The sex, the sex toys are flying off the shelf. So they've seen these like double digit increases in sales. Oh my, wow, Jen, why did we not like? We should have thought about this and bought stocks. Who would have thought buy stocks in sex toys? What we we should have under the parenting shows website a little sex toy section. <laughs> We could do like an affiliation program, get a kickback from like all like sex toys sold through the parenting show. Um, And then, but then Dr. Jess, those at home that are just stressed, wouldn't sex maybe help with the stress? Yeah, that's a good point. Because for some people, sex is a source of stress relief. But then we have to remember that for some people, it's actually a source of stress, especially, you know, when one partner wants it more than the other, which is the norm. You're not usually going to find two people who want it all the time at the same time. So yeah, it's, 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 it's always it's women, right? It's always us women. Uh-huh, no, <laughs> sometimes. Well, it, you know who it is? It's people who have more responsibilities. So if you're mothers and you're you're tasked with more of, you know, the looking after the kids or helping them with school. I understand they're, they're done school now, although I have, I have neighbors where their kids are in summer school. So there's still the high school students and there's, so there's still responsibilities. Uh, and that's the other thing, like the kids are the boner killers. The kids are always around. They're never leaving. Uh, it's, it's just, it's not an ideal sexy situation for a lot of people. Can we hashtag, that's a good hashtag boner killers. <laughs> I love exactly that you said it. that. And the clitoris gets boners too, so it's all genders. It's not just a, 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 a one way thing. What do you mean the clitoris gets boners? Explain this, girl. Yeah, it's me. So the little clitoris on the outside is only the tiny little head of the clitoris. On the inside, it has almost all the same par- similar parts to the penis. It's got these two vestibular bulbs two legs is comprised primarily of erectile tissue. So everybody gets boners. Also a hashtag. Sex education wow. with Dr. Jeff. Thank <laughs> you so much for explaining that. <laughs> yeah. Like this is like the best show ever guys. And that's Thank probably you. why you can get a sex change operation. Well, that is, that is part of it. Yeah. In the, now there's different ways of doing it, but um, the, those two structures are actually derived from similar tissue in utero. And so when they are doing, um, let, let's say like a F to M, a female to male transition, there is use of some of the clitoral structures to help create a penis. I, I'm not an expert in that, but yeah. See the parenting show educational. Just learned something because I did. Um, we've got Dr. Jess with us, sex and relationship expert. We are going to talk about everything under the sun, as much as we can, at least, in the next hour. So don't go anywhere. This is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. With me, my co-host, Ms. Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning and Mother-Daughter Date. And we are with one of our good friends, the sexpert. I just, I, that's what I call her now. That's what we're going to call her, Jen. Dr. Jess, she's a sex and relationship expert. And uh, we're talking everything sex. Sex, toys masturbating we just found out that 
a female can get a boner. I did not know that. Jen, you didn't know that either, right? Oh, I learned it today. Yeah. Thank see, you, Dr. Jess. Show. Educational. Educational. Um, but Dr. Jess, you mentioned that in a relationship, there's always one person that wants sex more than the other. It's true. So right now, um, I guess the person that wants it more is going to have to look to other options. <laughs> I'm not saying cheating people, uh, but <laughs> other options, maybe with some toys, right? Yeah, take care of yourself. I, I think this is a big part of, uh, first of all, I think people generally, and, and you guys might see this, are investing in pleasure, whether it's like, you know, ordering wine or good food or decorating our homes with, with flowers, like the flowers can't stay on the shelves. And so an extension of that and, you know, the most core and human pleasure is pleasure of the body. And that includes sex. So it makes sense that people are prioritizing it in some ways. As I said, because we have a lot of stress in our lives, it doesn't mean that they, we want sex all the time. But I really don't think it's really about quantity or frequency. It's really about quality. And so, yeah, we're seeing all sorts of sex toys, as I said, flying off the shelves, including those that are app-enabled. So people, if you're living with your partner, of course, you can use toys together. But there are also toys that you can use at a distance. So if people are still socially isolating, not expanding their bubble, but maybe they're dating online, there are now these toys that integrate with your phone. So you can be in your home with the toy and you can give me permission to pair with my phone and I can control from my house way over here. Wow. Technology, man. It's come so so far. It's a piece that the female would insert Oh, there's, there's a whole series of them. Like, so the one I'm thinking of is, is WeVibe. They're an Ottawa-based company, Canadian. Or they, they were launched in Canada, at least. Yay, and Canadian. Yeah, really cool. And so they have some that go around the base of the shaft. They have some that are internal. They have some that are external. They have some that are dual, meaning it's internal and external. Uh, they have, it depends what you're into. Like, they have a little bullet vibe called the Tango, which is probably the best kind of basic bullet vibe on the market. So if people, I don't mean basic, it's, it's a really powerful vibe, uh, but it has all the different settings and you can actually customize it. So I can create a vibrate. Yeah. So I, there's an app, it's called the We Connect app. We Connect. You go on your phone and it's super intuitive. If I want to increase the intensity, I just pull yeah. up on the app with my finger if I want to go down, I pull down. Uh, and and it's, it's just so cool. You can even set it to beat to your favorite song. No! Uh, yeah, so if you're new to toys, the tango is a nice place to start. Hold um, on. Jen, can you imagine at a concert? Yeah. Oh, my I've God. Got, I've got an even better one I'm for known. the concert. What? <laughs> well, for Sorry. the concert, I'd recommend one called the Moxie, the We Vibe Moxie. I think I may have talked to you about it before. It's very small and it fits in your underwear and it has this tiny little magnet that holds it in place. And so you would wear that secretly and nobody would know you have it. And yeah, your partner could control it from their phone. You could control it from your phone and you can set it to beat to a song. What? It's amazing. Oh my God, Jen, imagine being at like a horrible dinner party. It's so boring. You're just like, let me just get my app going over here, create some excitement. (laughs) (laughs) The 
they'll be like, oh, why is Jen so happy all of a sudden? <laughs> well, you admitted something off air that you said you were going to admit on yeah. air. I'm totally going to. Dr. Jess, I don't use toys. And okay. I'm, I swear, and I'm really interested in what you're talking about. Um, I, okay, you ready, guys? I'm seeing it on air. I don't care. This is me. I don't masturbate. I prefer the real deal. But I'm the same enough to do the work. We are identical. Never have. Don't have toys. I can't believe I'm admitting this either. Nobody believes me. Look at her face. You can't Dr. see her face. Face just I don't think that we're alone. I think there's no. a lot of us. None of my friends. You're the first person I met. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jen, are we Never. aliens? What's wrong? No, okay, you know, know what? I think Dr. Jess is freaking out right now. Yeah, she is. No, not I, at all. Not at all. I, I, I'll tell you, it's actually split down the middle 50-50. 50% okay, of North cool. Americans own a toy. And this comes back to all of my work. Like, wherever you're at, feel good about yourself. Your normal momentum can fall into the 99th percentile, the first percentile. Who cares? Do what works for you. And, okay. of course, keep an open mind. I feel like if I mail you some toys, you, you might give them a try. <laughs> you know what? I totally would. But wait, I want to talk more. <laughs> Jen's like, no, I think I would. Okay, you know what? Let just let's take a quick break. I we need to talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> this is a parenting show right here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Now back to the parenting show. With Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We've got Jennifer Valentine, my awesome co-host, who I just found something out about. I'm not alone, people. And our uh, sex and relationship expert, Dr. Jess. She is like our resident sex, awesome, amazing chick that joins us um, to talk about all this good stuff on the show. And Dr. Jess, so Jen and I confessed something right before the break. We, uh, we don't have toys and uh, we don't pleasure ourselves. We prefer oh, God. the real deal. <laughs> Jen's like, Jen, you said it. What have I got myself into? <laughs> you said it. Next time, don't open your mouth. Um, you opened your mouth. I just agreed with you. <laughs> But Dr. Jess, you said that it's like 50-50, and I, I thought that the numbers would be greater towards the amount of no, people that actually No, no, no. Do. She said 50-50 about sex toys. Oh. She didn't say, toys. no, she said sex Pleasuring toys. themselves. So not masturbating, though. Oh, so I mean, masturbating is far more common, but it's not necessarily frequent. The idea is that people have tried it at some point in their lives. And I think it's just important to note that for some people, that is the real deal. For some people, that's what feels best for them. For, some, for many people, that's the most direct route to orgasm. And also because, you know, for, for queer folks, for those of us who don't just have like P and the V sex, uh, it can be fingers, toys, tongues, faces, oh my, all of that fun Whoa. stuff. Whoa, hello. Are we going to get in trouble here? <laughs> no, no, keep going. <laughs> no, it's radio. <laughs> It's theater of the mind. There you go. Um, so, gosh, Dr. Jess, if like, if 
we were to look like for those other people out there like Jen and I that are, well, I don't know if Jen would, uh, Jen, would you be open to trying or no? A toy? No, no, no. You're just like, no. Um, no. You know what? I'm great with it, but I just, no, no, I don't know. I, you I just don't think so. prefer the real deal. Ah, uh, it's what I'm used to. <laughs> it works. I'm fine with it. It's it's great. I I um I'm good. I'm good. Like if I felt like I was missing something, maybe then I you post- find out that I was missing something and think, what have I been doing for all these years? <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I guess so. For me, um, I prefer the real deal. But it's not that I wouldn't try something new. I'm always up for trying something new. So what would you recommend for someone that has never gone down that route, Dr. Jess? Well, if you're saying you like um, like intercourse, then I might suggest a toy that you wear during that same sexual behavior. So there's one called the Pivot, and it's a ring that's worn around the base of the penis, uh, just at the base of the shaft. And it has, um, you know, a very powerful vibrator so that it, in multiple positions, it would vibrate uh, against them, but also against your external clit. So, and it's also app-enabled. So I would suggest if you just want to integrate it into what you're already doing and what you're doing is, is um, like PV sex, then I would say something like the pivot. If you want to get a little more creative and use it to be playful and use it to spice things up, then I would recommend that moxie I was talking about, which is um, the one you wear in your underwear. And if you're brand, brand new, yeah, the concert, the concert toy. If you're brand, brand new to sex toys, then I think um, the Tango is really cool. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned a different brand to you. Uh, it's not app enabled yet, but it's called the Womanizer. So it's not the best name, but it is the best <laughs> incredible okay so this is not a vibrator what it is is it uses something they call pleasure air so it has a an opening at the top like a tube okay that almost fits around the head of the clit with not no contact it's just sitting over it and then and then it releases these tiny little waves of air that creates a feeling that's sort of like suction, but it's not suction, but it feels like suction, licking, kissing, uh, pulsing. It's, it's, it's brand new technology. Well, it's only been around for I, I don't know how many years, but it's, it's new technology patented by the Womanizer. There's a lot of different um, uh, copycats, but uh, it's called the Womanizer, and it's very, very cool. <laughs> Whoa. So there there are a lot of options because right now you may like we were talking about, you may be annoyed with the people that you're with. You may be like, get the hell away from me. Maybe now is the time. Maybe if you're like me and you've never tried a toy, it may be a good time to try. If they're flying off the shelves, Pina, other people are trying it too. <laughs> right? It's like, no, you piss me off. Get out of here. Don't look at me. Don't touch me. Nothing. I'm going to take a bath right now. I'll see you in a few hours. They're waterproof. They are? Yeah, the Womanizer range of toys. I think most they're waterproof and definitely the Wee Vibes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
Hey, and if you need privacy, because I know the kids are home right now, they now have something called smart silent technology and some of their models. So it doesn't actually start till it comes in contact with your skin. As soon as you pull away, it shuts, like not shuts off, but it goes on hold. There are people in rooms right now creating this stuff. Uh, they're having meetings like, you know, Zoom call meetings for their next creation. They're all sitting around going, why don't we try this? We'll make it silent. <laughs> That is so funny. Oh my gosh. Well, okay, we're talking we're talking sex, we're talking toys, we're talking masturbating. We're talking everything sex related with Dr. Jess. Don't go anywhere. This is the parenting show. We'll be back with more right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We've got my co-host, Miss Jennifer Valentine of Global News Morning and Mother Daughter Date, and our guest today is Dr. Jess, sex and relationship expert. We have been talking about sex, masturbating, really cool toys, which I don't know, Dr. Jess. Kind of had me convinced. I think I want to try one um, and, and pop that, what would you say, uh, the toy cherry? <laughs> <laughs> um, what about people that don't want sex at all, Dr. Jeff? Oh, well, there are plenty of folks who just aren't in the mood right now. And every single one of us at some point in our lives, almost every single one of us, goes through a period where we're not in the mood. So there's two things I want to say here. Number one, there are some people who never want sex, and that's okay, too. We can talk about that in a moment. In a moment, uh, you know, there are folks who identify as asexual. They don't experience sexual attraction. But uh, for other folks who are sexual and do want sex but just don't want it at various times in their lives, we have to normalize that and not pathologize it and say, oh, something's wrong. Something must be wrong with your hormones or your health or your relationship. Sometimes you're just not in the mood, and this is because, Sexual desire does not always occur spontaneously, right? You don't go through all day of working from home, helping with the kids, making 18 meals and 14 snacks so people yeah. in the house can be, and then hop into bed at night after a long, hard day, especially, you know, in this 35-degree weather, and say, oh, yeah, I'm just spontaneously in the mood. For most of us, we actually have to cultivate desire if we want to. So some people don't want sex and they're perfectly fine with it. Some people don't find themselves in the mood for sex and they do something to put themselves in the mood, whether it's fantasized or here's a really important piece. We often think that we're supposed to experience sexual desire, then get aroused, then have an orgasm. But the model is actually the opposite of that in the beginning. Most of us have to get aroused first and then we experience desire. Desire and arousal are so intertwined. And we're actually seeing this even if you look in um, you know, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. The way we look at sexual dysfunction has changed because we now see that we can't talk about desire without talking about arousal. Sometimes we're saying, oh, there's, there's some sort of dysfunction. Something's wrong with you because you don't want sex. No, nothing's wrong with you because you don't want sex. I mean, it's possible you can, that could be indicative of something. But for some of us, it's just it's a lifestyle thing. It's a human variation thing. It's a mood thing. You can be in a super happy relationship and not have sex. And I know that pisses people off when I say that, but what people have to remember is your experience isn't generalizable to the entire, in the, the general public, right? Like just because I have an experience in my relationship doesn't make it relevant to your relationship. It might be an experience worth learning from, but it also might be something totally different. 
Wow. I never really thought about people that don't want sex. I always figured, okay, maybe there's certain times in the relationship where you want a little bit less, um, but never know like I'm not, I'm okay right now without it, you know, and that that is normal. That's good oh, to yeah. know because I bet you a lot of people at home are listening and they're like, oh my God, I thought something was wrong with me, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think sometimes when your partner wants more sex than you, they try and make you feel like something's wrong with you, right? They're like, something's wrong with you if you don't want sex. But people are into different things. We have different desires. So if people actually, and this is, I think, a really important thing because we don't talk about it very often. But if you do want to learn more about asexuality, like if you've never really, if you don't generally experience sexual attraction, there is, there's a resource online, the Asexual Visibility and Education Network. It's asexuality.org. And it might, you know, even if you're not asexual, everything kind of ex- exists along a spectrum. So I think it can help you to just to feel more, more comfortable with yourself, whatever you're feeling because the reality is because we don't talk about sex a lot um, and we don't talk about it as openly and candidly as we do about other topics uh, we often wonder if you know if we're normal or we feel like yeah. something's wrong with because we're just not we're not being as open as we could be and wherever you're at my, my job I believe is to help people feel good about where you are and if you want to change something or if you want to make a shift I can help you with that too but I'm not here to tell you how you should change that's really up to you well, that's good to know. I'm really yeah. glad that you brought it up because it's not something I ever thought about. I just, I would assume that if I was in that position where I was like completely, you know, off of it, I would think something was totally wrong with me. Like, Jen, wouldn't you think like, oh, something's wrong? Um, yeah, you always think that there's something wrong with you, though. You're always looking to blame yourself. It must be me. And then you find out that you're not alone and that other people feel the exact same way you do. Um, we I just found out we're not alone, Jen. World, and we all go through different experiences. And we yeah. just found out. <laughs> we're the same, Pina, you and me. I thought I, I was alone. I never known. met anybody like me. And you and me are the same. Oh, I'm right here, Jen. Right beside you on this Zoom screen. Oh, gosh, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a conversation. Tina. And just as there are others like us, too, Pina, we're not oh alone. No, and I would want to say, though, if something changed, like, right away, because, Tina, you were saying you've always wanted sex. If all of a sudden you stop wanting sex, then you might want to, you know, look into what's changed in your life. Um, I think that, yeah, we go through ebbs and flows. And so when I, I don't want to conflate, like, losing interest in sex with asexuality, I just wanted to put it out there that there are some people who never experience this attraction, and that's okay, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're talking about sex on the show, if you haven't noticed. Um, and we've got more right after the break, so don't go anywhere. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. We've got my co-host, Ms. Jennifer Valentine of Global News Morning and uh, Mother-Daughter Date. And with us, we've got Dr. Jess, sex and relationship expert. I am now calling you the sexpert. Sexpert. 
It's a good. You should put that on your business cards. <laughs> Dr. Chess, I know that there are different rules for everyone, and there, there really are no rules. We all feel differently. Um, but I'm just wondering because I have a I have a girlfriend, and she was sex crazy. She just was. You know what I mean? She was very in tune with her sexuality, and she. Um, didn't necessarily have a, a monogamous relationship at all times, but talked about sex. She was a very sexual being. Um, recently, I've seen her, and it's so funny. She says that she has changed so much. Now, she would be in her 60s now. I'm going to say she's probably 64 at this point. And for the last five years, Nothing. Doesn't want it. Doesn't think about it. Just never cares if she has it again for the rest of her life. And I found that so intriguing because I thought, how could somebody that was so sexual throughout their whole entire life in their when they turn 60 say, I'm done. I don't want it anymore. I hate maybe she had too much. I don't know. (laughs) Does that just happen? Is it just that there are no rules? Yeah, there are no rules and there are some significant changes in the body. I'm not like a a body essentialist, but certainly, you know, uh, during perimenopause and postmenopause, there are these dips in estrogen levels, um, shifts to the way the body functions, um, thinning of the vaginal walls and other changes that can make penetrative sex more uncomfortable. Um, or less desirable. Uh, certainly, it could just be human variation. Uh, you're maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe she got her fill and she's like, I'm done with that. Sort of like, I do that with a dessert. I find this dessert place and I go and I go and I go and I can't stop getting the dessert. dessert and then I can just get over it. Uh, now, maybe she's also having, what we, what we realize is that people connect with their bodies in different ways. Like maybe she still touches her body for pleasure, but it's not in the same sexual way. Um, maybe right. she feels erotic connection or a spiritually erotic connection, but doesn't need the same similar type of sex. As we get older, if we continue having sex, it can actually be more satisfying because we know more about our bodies. We're more likely to speak up about what we want. Uh, Women start to have different types of sex, like more rubbing on the outside, for example, slowing down, enjoying the entire body. So they're more likely to like learn about full body orgasms. They're more likely to have orgasms from, you know, when I mentioned the internal clitoris, the legs and the bulbs of the clitoris, which are the erectile tissue, underlie the labia, the lips. So that rubbing on the outside can produce even more intense and pleasurable sensations than going on the inside. So it just it shifts over time and it's different for everybody. Oh my gosh, that's into leading up to that point and your book, which kind of helps you get there. Yes. Tell us about the book, Dr. Jess, because I know that this is, this has to do with some people's favorite part of uh, the bedroom. Um, This is a book that I co-authored with Marla Renee Stewart, so I want to make sure I shout her out. And it's called The Ultimate Guide to Seduction and Foreplay. And it is about seduction and foreplay, but we really define seduction and foreplay as sex um, because we come, both of us, from a queer perspective. And so we are looking at all the moving parts of sex from the emotional to the relational to the physical, to the actual techniques. And it's a, it's a book that's really about erotic theory, 
but then practice. There are hundreds of prompts in the book to help you better understand your own needs, to understand your what we call your seduction learning style. So you know how we talk about learning styles being visual, kinesthetic, or audio. We see sex similarly. So if you're more of a visual person, we give you all these different approaches um, to visually seduce. Whereas if you're more of a tactile person, uh, we give you these different sex seeds to plant. And then, and we get into the, my favorite part is really the, uh, the emotional piece of it. How do we understand the connection between sex and feelings? Because every human interaction is emotional, whether it's a casual hookup or a long-term affair. Wow. That, okay, we all need to get that book. Okay, do, where can we pick up that book, Dr. Jess? Everywhere books are sold. So The Ultimate Guide to Seduction and Foreplay, of course, the, the big folks have it, but also I'm encouraging people to hit up their local, their local bookseller as well. Well, there you go. So definitely pick up her book. Dr. Jess, if people want to find you, where can they find you? What is your website, social media handles? Yeah, Sex with Dr. Jess everywhere. And I have some video courses at happiercouples.com. Video courses. Whoa. Maybe my husband and I should take some of those courses. Hey, Jen, <laughs> it is Sunday night. <laughs> it sure oh, is. God. Honey, get ready. <laughs> He's like, leave me alone. <laughs> Had enough of you in quarantine. Uh, but Dr. Jess, thank you so much for joining us today. It is always a pleasure to have you on the show with us, and I can't wait to have you back. Um, maybe then I'll be... Uh, I'll have some, some new information to share. I don't know. Jen's looking at me like, oh, God, Pina. Oh, God. <laughs> but that is for us. I won't have any information to share. <laughs> I want to try the concert one, okay? I really want to try the concert one. Jen, when you see me at Food Fighters or if we're at Pearl Jam and you're like, Pina, what is wrong with you? You're going to know. <laughs> You'll be enjoying it more than me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Jess. And um, and we are going to, I'm going to, we got to pick up that book, Jen. Got to pick up the book. Absolutely. We got to do. Um, if you are miss if you missed any of the show and you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast, check it out on iTunes or anywhere podcasts um, are available and you can listen back to the whole thing because, Hey, I'm sure you're going to want to, it was a good show. Uh, but that is it for us. We will catch you here next week, Sunday, eight o'clock. Right here, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.